In the New Testament alone, the name Jesus is mentioned 942 times. 942 times. Somewhere between 6 B.C. and 4 B.C. was when Jesus was born. Now, when Jesus was born, his mother Mary didn't get People Magazine December of 6 B.C. and or go online and see what the top 10 baby names of 6 B.C. was and give her son the name Jesus. But instead, Joseph was visited by an angel in Matthew 21, 121, and he was told that Mary is going to give birth to this baby, and his name will be called Jesus. And that wasn't the only time that his name was talked about. In fact, his name has been talked about several times. But today I want to talk to you about the epistle of Paul to the church at Philippi because he broke it down what the name of Jesus would actually do for them and for all of humanity. And so he started by telling them in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, he said, let this mind be in you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Those of you that are experiencing deja vu, I used these same scriptures back in a Christmas series back in December. And verse 7 went on to say, if you remember, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. You've already heard that word today. And was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man. I love this part right here because the moment that he knew he was a man, the first thing he knew that he had to do because now he was in the form of a man was humble himself. So folks, men and women alike, you must understand that the moment you're born, the first area of your life, probably as much of, as any other area needs to be addressed is humility. Being found in, form, in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So verse 9 says, here I go, Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, 
and given him a name which is above. That's why you saw that big name up there a while ago. Which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee, say every knee, should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue, say every tongue, should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In the same New Testament we're reading out of, the name of Jesus was something that the early church understood from the moment of salvation and the moment of the upper room experience when they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. This is something that the early church knew that they now had access to and what Paul would say about the name, they had already experienced just how big and how powerful the name of Jesus was. In fact, one of the early church blazers, trailblazers, was Barnabas. And he said in Acts chapter 9, verse 27, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. He knew that if he preached in the name of religion or the high priest or Caesar or Cyrus or any other king that had or would exist or governor or ruler, that it wouldn't get anywhere at all. But if he preached in the name of Jesus, that it would be a bold way of preaching and people would listen and things would happen. Paul in the 16th chapter of Acts actually understood that when he would use the name of Jesus and operate in the name of Jesus, that evil and bad unholy spirits could be dealt with. And this she did many days, and Paul being grieved, this was a woman that kept coming behind them. It sounded like she was saying all kind of good, positive things. But it was the devil just up to no good, I believe, trying to puff them up with pride and trying to distract what they were really doing. And she did this many days, the Bible says, but Paul being grieved turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, say that with me one time, Jesus Christ, to come out of her, and he came out the same hour. It's in the name of Jesus Christ, Acts 19 says that people were baptized. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, everything that you do, everything that I do, it ought to be done inside as well as outside of the church. Everything ought to be done in the name of Jesus. Colossians 3, Paul said, 
And whatever you do in word or deed, do all. Now, when I say the word all, that doesn't leave any room for anything else. The word all means all, all things, everything. It, it doesn't say, well, almost everything or just about all of everything that exists. No, do everything that you possibly will do, whether it looks like ministry or it looks like manure. You do everything that you do as a human, as a servant of Jesus Christ. Paul said you do all, do everything in the name of Jesus. Giving thanks to God and the Father by him. You know, I talked about all this hot, humid, strenuous work that has gone on and that will go on, but I have found out in my life when it's hard, when it's lonely, and you still got more to do and you're by yourself doing it than you've gotten done, still do everything you do in the name of God, I don't have the energy to do this right now. I don't have another mile left on me. But I'm going to do it in your name, Jesus. And I give you thanks that I still have enough breath in me to do that. Do all that you do in the name of Jesus because God has given him. Not Mary, not social media, not the current world you live in but not even religion but God gave Jesus a name that's higher than every other name so when you do something you want to do do it in the name of Jesus but when you also do something you don't want to do do that in the name of Jesus that's higher than what you're doing and God could make it a lot better for you By the way, I'm preaching in the name of Jesus this morning. <coughs> I've already told you this, <coughs> but I'm going to say it again. As a Christian, you've got to understand that you've got access to the name of Jesus. You've got access meaning that you need to use his name more than just say, Lord, help me, Jesus. Huh. Jesus, take the wheel. Nope. You need to realize that that name that is above every name is the name that because you are a joint heir with Christ, the Father gave him the name as we have stated gave him a name. God knew the name of everything that would exist from the beginning of time until heaven and earth would pass away, whether it would be the name of a disease or a dilemma or a world situation or a headache or a bad relationship. God knew all the names of even the names of demons and imps and stars in heaven. God knew the name of everybody and everything. And he said, well, when Jesus comes to the earth, 
I'm going to give him a name that far surpasses anything that will ever exist or ever has existed, and his name will always have authority over every name of everybody and everything. So the bottom line is you can't bring anything to the table that's equal to or even above the name of Jesus. You name one thing you want to name. Jesus is bigger. Jesus is greater. Jesus is mightier. Jesus is more faithful. Jesus is more loving. Jesus has it all, and Jesus can make it if he don't have it, but he has it all. You name what you want to name going on in your life right now. I'm going to give you Jesus, and Jesus is bigger and better and bolder than anything you have. <laughs> so that's why when I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus. That's why when I work, I work in the name of Jesus. That's why when I hurt, I'm going to hurt in the name of Jesus. Why not hurt in the name of Jesus, calling on the name of Jesus? Because his name is going to be greater than my hurt, than my pain, than my misery, than my current life that just seems to be going south. Why not live every day in the name of Jesus and say today, Monday, July the 11th, I'm living in the name of Jesus all day until tomorrow. I quoted Matthew 21 or 1 and 21 to you all ago when Gabriel, when the, the angel told Joseph, the name of Jesus. But there's something I didn't emphasize when I read that scripture to you in that his name would be called Jesus, but he would save his people from their sins. So you have a name that's greater than anything you can name, but you also have a name that was given to him that's even greater than sin itself. So what does that mean? That means that if you are struggling with some kind of sin, this, this is just one small example, but it's large in the kingdom. If you are struggling with, just say, a bitterness or unforgiveness or hurt or, I don't know, uh, somebody cheated you out of a job, just, just anything, any type of, uh, of sin that's been able to creep in and kind of just make a pallet in your life. Do you know that when God gave him the name Jesus, that he gave him a name that would be greater than any and every sin? We can talk about murder and homosexuality. We can talk about children being molested. We can talk about mass genocide that's going on. We can talk about how vulgar the world. You can talk about it, but do you know that the one name of Jesus is superior and greater than any sin you could ever name or even commit? The name of Jesus is greater than all sins. And God gave him a name that would ensure me and you today that it doesn't matter what happens in life, what it's named, or what it's called, or what you have to hear. God gave him a name that would 
ensure to his children that I've given him a name, but I've also given you as children access to the name that you can say the name and at any moment all of hell, all infirmity, all problems, all neglect, all setbacks, here's what you just said because as I've preached for years, I just believe that cancer has a set of ears. I have believe that depression has a set of ears and a set of knees. I believe that financial difficulty has a set of ears and has a set of knees. I believe being negative has a set of ears and a set of knees and anything you can name. But at the name of Jesus, when I say Jesus over my health, Jesus, I just want to speak the name of Jesus over my finances. I speak Jesus over the church God lets me pastor. I believe that all of these things, heart trouble, it hears me say Jesus, and here it goes. It hears me, and the knees of heart trouble have to bow down to the name of Jesus. The knees of cancer has to bow down to the name of Jesus. The knees of anything in your life, relationship, has to bow down when it hears the name of Jesus. Our problem is we don't walk in the name of Jesus. We don't praise the name of Jesus. We don't pray in the name of Jesus. So we don't have the benefit of living in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. One name that God gave him that would take care of all of it. Acts 3 talks about a man that was lame. Peter, John, at the gate called Beautiful, going into the tabernacle, going to church, and there was a man, he asked for alms and held out his palm. This is what Peter did say. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given I thee in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He went walking and leaping and praising God. Walking and leaping and praising God. All because Peter gave him $5 to get out of his way so he could go to church. He just stopped and gave that man a dose of something he'd never had before. Because if somebody would have went to him in the name of Jesus, he would have been walking and leaping and praising God. But when Peter and John went that day, they didn't worry about what they didn't have. They knew what they did have. They had a name inside their heart that was higher than his legs being lame. And I'm telling you, you're living in a world full of lame people. And they just need to hear Jesus in this day where our cancel culture society is trying to do away with it but I'm going to say it louder than I've ever said it I'm going to praise it more than I've ever prayed it I'm going to worship in the name of Jesus I'm going to do everything I do in the name of Jesus more than I've ever done it before because God's giving them a name higher than anything else in my life devil will always try to do what he does he'll always try to stop you from operating in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4 proves what I just said. They called them. They didn't like these church people. 
going around preaching and teaching and talking in the name of Jesus. They called them and they commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. You see, if they would have just talked about getting together, we're going to go rake our neighbor's leaves tomorrow. You know, I always use that. Y'all, please let me use that as often as I feel led to because we did 140 degrees outside. When I say rake your neighbor's leaves, I, I have to think of fall and leaves and it's cool. So they could have tolerated them talking about just doing good social things and nothing wrong with that. We are to do that and we're going to do that. Folks, I just, I just want to tell you, there, there's not a night that's going to go on. I even talked to them about, we have a little bit about Adventure Island and the things going on as far as the meat side of all that. And I know about the meat side of this. But nothing's going on over there that does not include the name of Jesus. There is no reason to do anything. Do everything in the name of Jesus. So, we don't know any other name as believers and joint heirs with Christ. Church, we don't know of any other name but the name that God gave him. That's, it's, it's, it's a one and done name. Because when God gave him that one name, it's done. Doesn't matter what it is, it's done. Just say Jesus over. I speak Jesus over my family. I speak Jesus over my church. I almost had them to do that song again this week because of I'm preaching about Jesus. But I know you know it, so I can preach it. And if y'all want to sing it later, you can sing it. But I'm telling you, when you speak Jesus over the nation that's going to hell, over the earth that's going to hell, over Hollywood's hell over all the news outlets is going to hell over the social media that's going to hell over the sickness that's from hell if you preach and say the name of Jesus I'm telling you it will leave it will flee because it cannot dwell where the name of Jesus is that trumps everything you know of so I want you to look at that name right there that's a big font right there we call that in Graphic, that's a big font right there. But it's because Jesus has a name that's bigger than any name. It doesn't matter if it's the name of depression. You name depression. It's still smaller than Jesus. And guess what? It's under the name. That means I want you to learn a word I know you know, but I want you to learn it in a spiritual manner today. That is, that that name depression is now a subordinate to the boss. It is. It is. You can tell me how it happened, how long it's been, how bad it's been, and I am very, very, very compassionate toward people that struggle with this. I walk that road. I know about it. I do. But I can tell you one thing, all I got to do, literally, is just start saying the name of Jesus in the place of I'm depressed. 
I just say, I'm Jesus today. I'm Jesus. I'm all about Jesus today. I love Jesus. I'm going to serve Jesus today. I'm going to give this to Jesus. Or better yet, I'm going to speak Jesus over my depression today. When you say that, depression, as I've already stated today, God's got me there for some reason or another. It's all and done because Jesus' name is always higher. But what if it comes back tomorrow, Opie? Guess what? Jesus' name don't have an expiration date on it. You say it on Monday. See, the devil goes away for a season, and then he comes back. He did it with Jesus at the wilderness. He said the Bible says it left him for more until he had another opportune time. So he's going to go away. We know when he comes, when people don't read and pray and go to church like they should, that the devil finds the house swept and garnished, the Bible says he brings back seven more boogers with him. So I'm telling you, Every time he comes back with anything, just say Jesus to him. Just say Jesus over it. I don't care what it is. If it's depression, if it's cancer, if it's uh, divorce, if it's some kind of addiction, or if it's a sin that you're struggling with and you just feel unworthy, say the name of Jesus. If it's violence going on, people are shooting people left and right, breaking in, say, I speak Jesus over my house. I speak Jesus over my property. I speak Jesus around my children. I speak Jesus at the grocery store I'm about to walk into. I speak the name of Jesus over the hospital I got to go to. I speak Jesus while I'm pumping gas. I speak the name of Jesus over any act of violence that might try to come my way. I'm telling you, these things cannot exist. They can't stand it because they are powerless, because God has given him a name. The devil come up with the name violence. The devil come up with the name depression. The devil come up with the word rape. The devil come up with the word homosexual. The devil come up with the word embezzling. The devil come up, all these are terms that's come in this planet. But God gave him the name Jesus that's bigger than any name you'll ever hear. And so, whether it's violence, whether it's sin, whether it's sickness, whether it's pain, whether it's fear, and folks, we about two years late on preaching this message, and I apologize, but you got to speak Jesus over fear about right now again because they whipping that bad boy out again, so you need to learn how to say J-E-S-U-S. I'm going to die if the rapture doesn't take place. I ain't dying in fear, though. I'm not going to die in pain. I'm not going to die in guilt. I'm not going to die in divorce. Angie, where you at? Do you hear me? <laughs> I'm not going to die in cancer. I'm not going to die in sin. I'm not going to die in depression. Well, Opie, you don't know what's going to happen. I'm telling you what I mean. I'm not going to die, and that's not going to be my label. The world might have some kind of label, but when I die, 
Y'all mark it down. When I die, somebody in this church going to say, that man loved Jesus. So I'm in love with him today. I'm not in love with my condition. I love him because he first loved me and God loved us all enough to give us access to the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand with me if you will. I don't know, Joe, Chris, somebody, uh, I don't know who's here, but do what you can with just playing a little bit of, I speak Jesus. I can't help it, and I'm sorry, but God didn't give me no warning. Y'all didn't get one. But I want to tell everybody this. Uh, there was a name on there I didn't call out, I don't think, peer pressure. Can everybody see me? Don't look at them. That's just the best-looking band members in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> they pretty. You naturally look at them. Look at me. I'm, I'm serious, though. Do you know, not just next week, but I want to say, week in and week out, a lot, of, a lot of children and a lot of youth students don't come because of peer pressure. But you know what's even worse than that, I think? A lot of parents will not next week bring or tell because of peer pressure from their children. I told you, I know there's about 3,000, 4,000 in the school system. And I know about how many churches are around here and about what people talk about numbers and groups and all that. We're not even, we don't even have probably not even a, we only have 10% of that in all the churches collectively. Nowhere near 10%. That's 400, but I'm telling you, they, they're not there. You have a little pod here, a little pod there and all that. I'm talking about a mighty army, folks. And there's people here that you don't have a problem with peer pressure. But, man, you struggle with depression. You, you struggle with addiction. You, you struggle with that last uh, biopsy. And I want to make it real clear before praying, singing, or anything. I'm not telling you that every time you say the name of Jesus, what you're feeling or what you are going through with is going to disappear or it's going to change. It may not, but when you speak the name of Jesus, you will change. Paul said, 
all this stuff going on in the world, all this stuff going on in my body. He said, none of these things move me. See, when you learn about walking in the name of Jesus, you're not walking uh, being passive. You're not walking just uh, in denial or whatever term somebody will offer you for free from another church or your family member, you know, reliable people. You're just saying, Jesus is the Lord of my life and not you thing, and you call it out. I don't know how I'll die. I don't know if I'll die healthy, if I'll die by a gunshot, if I'll die. But you should pray that while Yes, I did. And I prayed that over me. But you know what God's going to do? He's got my steps ordered and he's got your steps ordered. God knows how he's going to escort me home. And where my focus is and where our focus has to be is living in the name of Jesus and not in the name of anything else. Divorce, separation, anxiety, uh, debt, none of those. I'm not living in that name. That name is not the name God gave Jesus. God gave him the name Jesus, and that's the name I'm going to live in. And then whatever happens, happens. Can I say this, and then I'm going to stop. We're going to pray and sing. Almost the worst thing about working over there on that campus on Saturday. Beach traffic. It takes 45 minutes to get across the road to my house. It seems like. But many times this week, I made mention to Angie, there's no telling what God is sparing us from right now. He either orders my steps or he doesn't. Man, this pipe broke. Oh, my goodness, we got to go get it fixed right now. Yeah, it did. But there's no telling because you're now his responsibility. His, they prayed for me and anointed me, and I still got to deal with this. But you don't know what God's doing. What you need to do is what I'm going to do, and that's I'm going to live in the name of Jesus, speaking it every day. It'd be different if God says, no, you can't say me. You can't say my son's name but twice a year. Boy, that would be miserable, wouldn't it? So this is what I want to do. If you've never prayed, in the name of Jesus, God, forgive me of my sins. I want you to walk to this altar. If you're online, I want you to pray what we're about to pray. I want to make it clear about salvation today. Those of you online everybody here might be packed up waiting on the bus might be saved praise God but if you're not I want you to pray dear father in heaven I come to you in the name of Jesus and I ask you to forgive me of my sins I'll never ever live by any other name not drug addict, not adulterer, not porn addict, not embezzler. I, I, I won't live by any other name but by the name of Jesus. Thank you. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. And I give you praise 
for the rest of my life. I tell you what ain't going to happen. I ain't singing this song by myself. up here. And good morning praise team. I hear Angie, but I don't hear y'all. Think about the name while you're singing it. Hallelujah.
Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Speak Jesus for your family, cause I speak the holy name of Jesus. Shout Shout Jesus from
of non-ethanol gas, gallons of gas sitting in there, but you won't even go out there to the barn and just pump you about 10 gallons. But on a greater scale, that's what the name of Jesus is. You've got access to it. You need to live in it. You need to walk in it. You need to pray in it. You, you need to declare it. God gave him the name, and by you being a joint heir with Christ, everything that that name has dominion over, and that's everything. You've got access to that name that has dominion over everything. You can have, I knew when they started singing, all this world, but just give me Jesus. We'll do that one time, then we'll go. Give me Jesus, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have, you can have all this world. But give me Jesus. gave him a name. You gave us access to the name. And thank you, Lord, that this day, 
there's not one thing that's ever been known to man or ever will be known to man that will challenge the name of Jesus. That name is also the name and title of King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Alpha and Omega, Prophet, Redeemer, Anchor, Bright and Morning Star, the way, the truth, the life, chief cornerstone, master builder, rose of Sharon, lily of the valley, hallelujah, the day spring, my healer, my redeemer, and my soon coming king, you are, Lord. Lord, I pray you let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts Lord, let them be Jesus. And then they will be acceptable in your sight. Our strength and our redeemer.